1: Welcome to my brother, my brother, and me—an advice show from the modern era. I'm your oldest brother, Justin Tyler McElroy. I'm your middleest brother, Travis Patrick McElroy.
0: I'm your sweet baby brother and 30 under 30 media luminary, Griffin McElroy.
1: Uh, wow, folks! Uh, big exciting news from Hollyweird, Um, big thinker, big Hollywood thinker. Uh, much like the James Cameron of our generation, Travis P. McElroy is here. To speak with us. Uh, he told us that he had a new movie idea that he wanted to run past it's us. It's been and a while. Be...
0: Love hearing these big movie ideas because I always big. know what blockbusters to look forward to in the following fiscal year. Now, listen. Here's the thing. I want to let you all know, up front,
1: this is going to take a lot of capital to get made. This is not going to— Oh, shit. This is going, it's going to be more expensive than Avatar, but I think—
0: when you how hear much is, it, how much did, how much was an avatar, how much did, if I wanted to do an avatar, how much would that run me?
1: I think it was $100,000 Canadian.
0: Damn. I'm not sure,
1: but I think that's like 100 billion American, I'm not sure what the, what the exchange rate is, but listen to this, it popped in my head this morning, and it, it was like I woke up with a start, and I thought, why hasn't there been... A Fast and the Furious Transformers crossover movie. Oh my god, Travis, this is a bad Travis. idea. Eat what? doofus? 2 fists, that's a great idea. Thank you, Justin. Thank you for getting on board with an amazing movie. How is that a terrible idea, Griffin? What do people love? They love giant robots that turn into cars. What do they love? They love the Fast and the Furious family gang that drives cars real fast. What's that you say? The robots turn into cars and then the Fast and the Furious people can drive those robots real fast? Fuck yes. Are you telling me you you don't want to see Vin Diesel in a fucking exoskeleton that uh, transformed out of a Harley into an exoskeleton for him to fight
0: bad Optimus Prime? Are you kidding me? First of all, uh, uh, Toretto, Vinny Toretto, no, what's his fucking name? Dominic Toretto. Dominic, Dominic Dominic Toretto Toretto would never ride a motorcycle. He looks at one of those and he says, well, that's half a car. And so he doesn't, he doesn't do it. And I think it's because he's actually afraid of motorcycles, but he's like way too proud about it. Um sure. but the other thing is, if you're in the cockpit of a car, when it transforms into a uh, Transformer, you'll be liquefied. And I don't want to watch all my fucking good friends get liquefied, like nope. Tokyo, Tokyo Drift Boy and Dominic Griffin, Toretto.
1: That is, that is a myth. You actually enter their brain, like, in Pacific Rim, and suddenly you're piloting that Jaeger, son. You are, like, synced. It's you and Optimus Prime doing battle against whoever the bad guy would be. Uh... I don't know, maybe uh who I, I, who's who Clive Owen, maybe Clive Owen's the bad guy in this one, you know, and he's he an optimist, not optimist prime. who's the bad one? who's the bad one? Uh, a bad object. Yeah. Neg- Mega- negatif- Megatron.
0: Yeah. Megatron.
1: Megatron. Megaduck. Um, He's fighting Megaduck.
0: And so here's the other issue: is that Vin Diesel refuses to be in any movie where there is an object larger than him in it. So, like, mm-hmm. from a sense of mm-hmm. scale perspective, it's going to be tough to get these big robots fighting around while Vin <laughs> Diesel is also on the screen. <laughs> You'll have to make Vin Diesel bigger then. I guess so, uh, but then that's anticlimactic cuz then he can just knock the other bad robots over.
1: Let me hit you with this. Transformers meets Fast and the Furious meets the Before Sunrise franchise.
0: Now, and okay, what well, hold here, on.
1: <laughs> what I'm seeing here is you would have um the uh uh Julie Delpy and Ethan Hawke just sort of having coffee and intense conversations. Mhm. Um as like just a cut away, basically. Just like a cut to a building's being destroyed, panned down. I can't believe they're still going at it. Yeah, me neither. Anyway, anyway. sunrise is just a few hours away. We, we better, we better hurry. Talking. Yeah. We better <laughs> hurry. Okay, wait, Jonathan. You you but like. You, you've but been like by... Also, also the if the if the Autobots don't stop the Decepticons before sunrise, Earth uh-huh. will end. So uh-huh. it's like very much like that's how you that They're sort of like our timekeepers for the film.
0: Baby, you are going to miss that plane. And then Dominic Toretto's like, not on my watch. And he grabs Ethan Hawke and he gets into the airport and he doesn't miss the plane. And then the robot punches the airplane out of the sky. Fuck, this is really good, actually, now that I think about it.
1: Joss, you've inspired me. How about this? All right. Okay. Fast and the Furious meets yes. Transformers meets Boyhood. You film the movie over okay. 20 years. You can you see watch the robots, robots get
0: bigger. Yeah. Yes. Um, I think I like the Before Sunrise one better because. Okay. Um, Why don't well, we do all a, of them together? Okay, so Boyhood, it's Boyhood is in the this Before Sunrise <laughs> movies, and it's like Before Sunrise, and then After Sunrise, and then like for twelve more years after, <laughs> after all of the sunrises, many many sunrises, and boy, this boy's just getting bigger and he's getting surlier, isn't he? Yeah, this is actually great. So uh, take that and sell it. Just give
1: us some, I guess. Give us yeah. some of it. That sound about right. I'm not sure the technical term. You'll know in your heart what the right amount is. Yeah. Uh, but for right now, let's let's really get into the advice. Let's get let's get deep in and help people. We just had a huge turnout in the Max Fund drive and everybody really came out for us. So now I think it's time for us to come out for them. I recently found out that my boyfriend, who I've been living with for over a year, has been hiding precious metals, silver, gold around the house. He acted very strange when I asked him about it, his reason being that they are investments and to not go looking for them. (laughs) Should I be concerned? Am I dating a Ron Swanson or a treasure hoarding dragon? That's from Fool's Gold in Oklahoma City.
0: So this is a unique... You found it, eh? <laughs> I knew this day would come. Well, here's the secret: <laughs> if you go hunting for my gold, I come hunting for you. This is definitely a desolation of Greg situation. <laughs> I, why would you? <laughs> the only reason you do this is, for, uh, like, for a like doomsday prepper, right? There's what other possible, right? What other there possible? There people. Who,
1: there is a school of thought that. Not just, like, doomsday pepper, but, like, you know, if the economy tanks, gold will still be doing okay. It's a safe investment, some people think. I don't think they think it's safe to hide it around your house like a where's Waldo, but I don't don't know exactly. I will say that as as a kid who grew up reading a lot of, like, magical realism, you know, Indian in the cupboard – Kind of like, a Bridge to Terabithia. Uh, your your lions, your witches, and or wardrobes. That like the idea. I think about this now is like, what if I like hid like you know hid gold coins somewhere like in a banister or something, and then when <clears throat> BB finds them in ten years, she's like, "What?" And I'm like, "Huh? How'd that get there?" And now it's like a magical mystery in our house. Maybe we have leprechauns in the house. I don't know. It's magical for her. Yeah, I don't know. No. That's, maybe that's... maybe your boyfriend's doing that for you. He wants to have a little mystery in your relationship. You know that's what I mean? That's not
0: why he's, he's definitely not doing that. I don't, I, I want to get in front of Travis's bad point and say he's definitely not doing this to add mystery to your relationship. It is it is because he wanted oh, day... oh, isn't he? Isn't he, Griffin? Because it sounds like there's some mystery. Sounds like this
1: question asker is left with some questions.
0: Yeah, I mean... No, I think this was not intentional. I think it's a nice side effect. Don't get me wrong. I'm curious about this relationship. And also, uh, in Oklahoma City, like you've just given me a map that I can use to triangulate and mm-hmm. come, sure. come call in, come fucking, come, come on a fucking Diablo run of your, of your, of your house and get those, get all that sweet coins, get all those gold bars. I'm not saying oh, I would. Oh, shit. But yeah.
1: Griffin, yeah. you're right. This is like in Zelda when you walk around and you smash a jar and you're like, who hides their jewels in just like a jar in their barn? This person does. This guy does. does. Greg yeah, does.
0: Greg hides them there. Greg
1: hides them there.
0: That makes me think everybody in Zelda is just like prepping. It's just like the Hylian economy is going to collapse. This, <laughs> our fucking king is a boat. I just like <laughs> sell your gold to me. I'm on your radio, your fantasy radio. Um... Why would, what, why would you, why would you do this, I guess, is the question I keep coming back to is why would you hide all your goldens and silvers? I feel like just, I do,
1: I think it breaks down a little bit when you're like, I am going to be very safe and buy a bunch of gold and silver. Uh, I, however, am just gonna kinda scatter them about the house like so many uh, lost chapsticks. Yeah, and mm-hmm. just hope that I can remember where all the, all of them are if needed.
0: I guess oh, so. I think about this, like, it would be good for me to have, like, some bottles of water on hand. Mm-hmm. That's about as far as, like, my prep instincts go, and I, by which I mean I I still don't have the water, but I think, like, that might be nice huh. to have on hand. get some water at some point. Am I so far behind the curve, is it good to have a much gold and many silver in your house? Is I, is I guess the question, I'm, and I'm trying to come around to this. Let me tell you, let me tell you as somebody who for a long time
1: hosted a prepper podcast. No. Okay. Because here's the thing. In the immediate, in the imme- like right after, sure. But like if we're talking a long term apocalypse, gold and silver are going to devalue very, very quickly. Whereas Ooh, like freeze dried food, yeah, yeah, rice. Rice is gonna be
0: worth its weight in gold. Ooh, but like actually. I went, I went around my boyfriend's house and there were many <laughs> carrot seeds and potato seeds all over. <laughs> I was Those very I was investment. curious and excited about this. Is my, um, is my boyfriend a very bad farmer who doesn't understand how seeds do?
1: It's better that than like a katana that he says he's going to get very good at at some point. Like mm-hmm. this is my investment is I'm going to get good at katana. So people want to have me On their crew, I guess. I also will say, I just had this thought the other day. I'm 33, and by many definitions, an adult. I don't know how investments work. For all I know, this might be the safest form of investment. Oh,
0: shit. Yeah, Yeah. it's possible. It's very possible. Welcome to Bad Money. It's a new talk show that the three of us do, and we don't know fucking anything. So maybe get mini gold and lots of silver, but make sure you got a katana, because you don't want one of those without the other. Because folks will yep. know this house has much Little gold mouth. in it, but no katanas. Let's get them, right? Um, how about this Yahoo? Can I give it to you? Hit me. Yahoo's Thank got you. A, Yahoo's got another a new name again. You remember our good Altaba jokes? Uh, yeah, oath. It's called oath now. So it's a neat Ew. it's a neat cult they're doing with Verizon. Um Yahoo decided, let's get hey Verizon, you up? It's me, Yahoo. Want to make <laughs> a cult with me? You
1: can't quit, right? If you go in and you're like, uh I'd like to re- resign or got a better opportunity and they're like T-, my boy Tim Armstrong's like, "You're re- you're re- revoking your oath? <laughs> you're you're denying your oath." And then he just opens the door. Oath breaker! We have an oath-breaker! Everybody looks up from their, like, grindstones. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no! Oh, this you is an AOL. The oath. AOL's doing this, too, huh? Leave your ID card on the wetting stone. <laughs> <laughs> Just um,
1: lay down on the us. onyx table, and we'll get your severance package <laughs> all sorted out.
0: Leave your scabbard with Valerie. Um, this oath was sent in by Drew Campbell, uh, thank you, uh, Oathbreaker Drew Campbell. It's Yahoo Answers user. It's Oath 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 Taker
1: Earl Oath-taker.
0: the <laughs> Earl the Snort Oaths. Who's on your laser tag team? <laughs> <laughs> um, that's it. There's no additional details. Are there any answers from folks? Uh, oh, the sickest says with the best answer five stars. You. Which is fucking nice. pretty solid, right? <laughs> like, if you're getting on oath to ask an oath about, like, who's on your laser tag team, it makes me assume you are an enthusiast, and therefore probably have some fucking skills out there on the cyber grid. Hey, guys, who's hmm. on your laser tag team? I'm tempted to give a lazy answer, which is just, like, folks I'd like to meet. So, like, Barack Hussein Obama, a lot of people forget the Hussein was important, um, would be a big one, like, just because it would be, like, an honor you know, mm-hmm. Joe Biden would be it would be an on, an honor. Um, but would they be the best at laser tag? Joe, Joe Biden, Biden would, would. Joe Absolutely. Absolutely. Joe yes. Joe No yeah. question.
1: Joe Biden, yeah. Uh-huh. He would be like, listen, I've always wanted to learn how to backflip, and this is the moment I'm going to do it right yeah. now. And then he um, does.
0: And then he, and then he does. And he's just really he just does it over a team. How many are we talking? Let's put a limit on this. I think five, I think including you, it's five. So you'd have four additional okay. members. Of, let's all work together. Let's not do individual laser tag teams. And we wouldn't, we, maybe we get five not including us. Cause I don't, I did it once. I played laser tag once at a place here in Austin called blazer tag. And, um, they make you get yes, really, yeah, really high before. No. Um, and <laughs> they just I, put you had a sensible tweed coat. And I was like siphon filtering all over the fucking place. Just like, no scope in kids. And then as I left the place, I realized that I was in like a mild state of cardiac arrest because of all mm. the running and diving and shooting I'd been doing. And so I don't think I'm cut out for it.
1: I hate it when kids don't get into it. Sometimes you're laser tagging with kids and they're like, just run up to you and shoot you. It's like, where's the action? Where's the imagination? I think that bothers me a lot. Uh, assuming we're going to be playing against teens. I would uh-huh. like to welcome to my team, uh, Ariana Grande. and whoever's big on youtube right now i don't actually know whoever's big on youtube right now
0: who's not also a secret mega racist yeah Uh
1: either yeah
0: whoever's whoever could do that for us ariana grande is not secretly uh, uber racist right she just licked that donut that one time i I think that's if she was secret
1: we wouldn't know until it's too late until
0: until she's like
1: (laughs) You're uh, uh, you're playing laser tag and she's like take this is for my superior race, right. like, oh, yeah. Ariana. No, 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 no. Stop.
0: Get no. it, and You're off you're, the team. You're at a <laughs> party and you're like, bang, bang into the. And somebody's like, no, 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 no. We don't we don't do that anymore. We don't bang bang into the room anymore. Um, <laughs> uh, that would be. That a let me sick. pick song to
1: laser tag to though. That Oof. would be great. Let me pitch this name. Keanu Reeves.
0: Yes, 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 yes. Travis wins the contest. That fucking dude. If you've seen like his. Um, like videos of him like training and like running those gun obstacle courses training for John Wick. It's like the dude's got it. He's a fucking got it. I absolutely must have him on the team. Except wait, I'm going to wait. Hold on.
1: I'm going to contradict myself because now I'm worried he's going to make everybody else on the team look really bad. Like it'll be like, wow, we had, you know, 20 confirmed hits. Yeah, 18 of them were John Wick's. Like between the other four of us, we hit two people because everyone we came across was already zapped out.
0: Yeah, another problem is that he also um, executes a lot of what Solid Snake calls uh, CQC, <laughs> and so I think that if you strike, yeah. if you strike someone in the laser tag field of battle, you are asked to leave the Billy Bob's Wonderland, yeah. and so that may be an issue. But it's too good to back out from because I, 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 I saw that video and I thought. Keanu Reeves may very well be the coolest living human right now. Uh, uh, which, I, I yeah, I don't think you can dull those instincts. His instinct
1: is to shoot someone in the head and then spin around and punch someone in the face with a gun. You, and you, I, you have you to train him. Right? I think off.
0: we train that out of him. He shoots somebody in the head and he turn around and he'd be like, no, not, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> I can't. Not um, anymore. That's three. Number four, person to do it. Sarah Michelle Gellar okay Sarah michelle geller is a it's an interesting choice
1: that's a very good choice i'll tell you why because she's got a, a lot of experience navigating tv that's mm-hmm. one thing you know she's had a she's had a great career it's got a lot of different interesting places that's huge. And Intimid- intimidation. And cinema. And cinema. And I don't
0: want to, I detract, yeah. Intimidation factor, I think, is also through the roof. If I fucking was in the laser tag arena and I saw Sarah Michelle Geller coming at me with one of those cool cyber guns, I would say, bye, and I would leave, bye. I would leave, I would leave after paying my money for my ticket into laser tag, I would actually leave the place without having finished the match. So scared would I be, so, so scared would I be. We've been watching a lot of Buffy, because um, mm-hmm. we have been watching just a lot of television uh comfort comfort food t v and Buffy is that for us, and did you know this is fun when you are on the twentieth episode of the fourth season of Buffy the vampire Slayer, which is like uh, I think late college like in the badlands sure. of the Adam arc, when you're on episode four dot twenty of Buffy, you have sixty nine episodes to go before you <gasps> finish it what's up That's, wow. that's so good? Thanks so Josh. Thanks, Joss. Did you also know that that whole Adam arc was poo-poo-poo from a dog's <laughs> butt gland? <laughs> Listen, it had, it had its moments. That um, season had hush, too. That season not, had, hush, had hush. hush. Hush was the, the sweet reward. that You had some good stuff. Tara came up on Ry- that season. You had, Riley, who some- was a great transition from <laughs> Angel.
1: Well, here's the thing. He was a good come down from Angel. Was like, oh, here's a super interesting boyfriend. And now Riley. Okay. Yeah. Uh, here's here's a um, a palate cleanser and i if you will, between interestingly, uh, uh love interests. We're changing uh, not. The no, listen. That's, if if uh if if Mark oh, Lucas wants guy, on the show, if Mark Lucas wants to come on the show, please come party, on. I'm sure. Lucas. It was just a writing thing. Yeah. You you were, always seem very charismatic to me. Sure. Um, good at fighting for sure. Can I, you know what? I'm no, gonna, here's we, can't, we can't, we can't get put, in I'm, the gonna mix. Put, I'm just going to put Mark Blucas on the bitch. Yeah. So like yeah, if yeah, someone yeah. is
0: hurt 1st okay. um, Mark
1: Mark Blucas will be our first. Mainly because I like saying Mark Blukas. Yeah. Like it's a very so fun much. name.
0: Maybe, maybe he's big on YouTube and he can fill that seat. <laughs> uh, we need one more though.
1: Hey, my name is Mark Blukas. Here's the water bottle.
0: <laughs> <show>. I'm going <laughs> to unbox some stuff. My name's Mark Blukas. I'm going to unbox a graphics card. (laughs) Back at you again with another makeup tutorial. Here's how to make those lashes (laughs) pop. I'm Mark
1: Hey, my name's Mark Blukas. Here's my candle haul. Now time for some crinkle mania. Time for... (laughs) (laughs) I am Mark Blukas. I'm here to deliver those crinkle tingles.
0: You crave my new ASMR series. Mark Blukas reads the phone book. Check it out. (laughs) I'm going to add Mentos to a bunch of beverages and see what happens. (laughs) Lemonade. Nothing. Didn't... It didn't do anything. I'm Mark Lucas. Bye. Hey, everybody. My name's Mark Lucas. I'm going to make a big burrito out of pizzas and cereal. Here it What's wrong with you, Justin? What are you watching? (laughs) That hit hit way too close to home. Uh, We need one more. And we need to, what role? We have the Intimidator. We have the the two, uh, we have Ariana Grande, who I think Ariana Grande, I think she was in the Bad Blood video, Mm -hmm. mate. Was she in the Bad Blood video? I think she did the Bad Blood. I think she was in the Bad Blood video to some degree. And so like, I think you had to, you had to have some sort of martial arts training to be included in that video. Um, Hello,
1: I just got a call in and it's the best answer. And it's Idris Elba is on the team okay. he's currently filming the gunslinger oh okay. uh, so, so he, you know those yeah. skills are gonna be hot he's gonna you wear the outfit from the gunslinger he's maybe gonna tell me some inside dirt about the Gunslinger. It's all i want to know can, can, can
0: we have some set photos leaked or something please hey can we
1: just get a tr- just one tease please am i gonna have to wait till sdcc That's i will but i don't wanna who represents the reluctant warrior the one who's like i can't do this not again right I but then sir like michelle, i think when, sir michelle when, geller okay yeah 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 i, I think it's it. keanu and then we pay a 12 year old to kill his dog in front of him
0: <laughs> just like right oh, before shit. It starts, well, the 12 year old would shoot would buffet his dog with harmless lasers <laughs> right but What's it i would to love to watch keanu react to that no i see he's fine keanu he's totally fine this is but the, no, the, dog, the dog would be wearing a very small laser tag vest, <laughs> and so it would like burst, and he would have to leave the room. <laughs> and go Idris have some Elba. pizza. Idris Elba. Idris Elba. <laughs> Ariana Grande, Keanu Reeves, mm-hmm. Sarah Michelle Gellar, and some non-racist YouTube superstar, and boy, that's going to be a tough needle to thread, but fuck, that's a good team, huh? Take and, him to and the, like take they're, into the Limpos. And their Hannibal, Like their, their like coach, is Joe Biden. And Joe Biden is there. Also. He drove them all there in his minivan. <laughs> He had to. He needed, he needed, he had to. Well, he had a a bunch of tickets to turn in and tokens that he couldn't use anywhere else. Olympic gold medalist laser tag team. They got Uh, those laser guns already, right? That they do the decathlon. They have the little laser rifles or whatever that they use instead of bullet guns, right? Let's just, just turn them on each other and pew, pew, pew. I'm Idris Elba. I got you. Um... Uh here's another question. I recently ordered a couple
1: pairs of jeans direct from Levi's and they arrived today. That's it. That's the entire question. That's I don't Congratulations. know what they wanted us to, I'm good. Good. I'm glad. Um no, there's more. Ah, uh, here it is. The jeans were exactly what I ordered. That's actually the end. Uh so just a positive <laughs> experience this person. Oh no way. Oh there's no, just, this is just a Levi's Yelp review. Yeah. Uh, but there was also a brand new complete DVD box set of all six seasons of Down Navy. All right, <laughs> nice. Um, this is not unwelcome because I love the show, but I didn't order it, and also you can't order DVDs from Levi's dot com. Am I good? That's from Nonplus in
0: Nevada. Um, I, I, <laughs> Little you I, you actually didn't realize. That this is part of a new, exciting, cross-promotional sort of ad uh, 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 campaign that's going on right now, where they are doing a seventh season in Downton Abbey, and all the characters are wearing just the most well-fitting just luscious blue jeans you've ever seen on any TV show. Uh, It's it's a bit anachronistic, and it kind of goes against the whole, like, tone of the show, but it's like, Wellesley, help me dress! And then uh, an older man helps a still pretty old man put on some very nice jeans.
1: (laughs) I'll tell you guys exactly what happened here. Some bumbling, uh, you know, just uh, clumsy... Levi's warehouse worker has shown up to their aunt's birthday party empty-handed. They stopped by the Sun Coast <laughs> on their way to work to pick up a <laughs> birthday present for their aunt and now
0: they're left box-setless. I see so they were and they had to make a stop by the 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 blue jeans factory still carrying their box set with them and they were standing over the denim vat. And they were oops (laughs) oops Oh no! And they dropped the box set into the denim vat, which then printed out the blue jeans, and the DVDs were just made it in the box. Exactly. I, I just I mean, I'm assuming that this happened
1: in like a fulfillment center, right? This has happened in a place that fulfills Levi's orders and Downton Abbey orders. But I do have a problem with like you look in a box. There's jeans in the box. Is this one for the... T- okay, yeah, just go ahead and maybe. I don't know. I'm very busy. We have a lot of... <laughs> we got a lot of jeans today. to get
0: rid of today. <laughs> I do also want to point out origin story. I know you're wondering. Yes, John Cougar Mellencamp did fall the Joker style into the <laughs> denim vat. And that is that is his cruel origin.
1: If he had fallen into the <gasps> box set DVD of Down Abbey, Vat right
0: next to it, he would, he would have been a had a completely gentleman. different, yeah, completely a pro- different arc. A proper bloke, I'm. Jo- uh, it's me, John Cougar Mellencamp, a proper bloke. i like gone down to Abbey.
1: Does this person little titty
0: about Lord Grantham and Lady
1: Grantham? That's him. It rhymes. Uh, d- d- uh, does this person owe a call to Levi's.com?
0: Yes, you stole their DVDs. Definitely, you should call them.
1: I mean, <laughs> or you should you might call one.
0: This. this might be the golden ticket. Like you oh, won. It. You get to ex- you get to go on a tour of the denim factory with a uh, idiosyncratic l- leader of the company who's going to. Well, here's the thing: going to kill four kids, and that's just <laughs> that's non negotiable. Billy, Billy but, Tonka. But they're gonna be... It's Billy Tonka, the leader of Levi's. I know you would think Levi would be in his name somewhere, but no. No. Nope. And anyway, four kids will suffer I, a horrible fate, but you'll learn a lot about morality or whatever. And all the I genes feel, you can eat.
1: I feel like you have to call if only because Levi's owes you an explanation for how this could happen. Like, you are on the edge of, like, a a serial-style mystery here that you could unravel and then get back to us and just, like, call Levi's. Don't let him off the hook. Until you understand how Downton Abbey, all six seasons in a complete DVD box set, uh, arrived it with your jeans. You I deserve would. an answer. That can't be cheap, right? We're talking at least a
0: hundred dollar box set. It
1: mean, oh, depends on the deals right yeah. then, you know. That's nobody's so buying DVDs
0: anymore. I think those DVDs are subsidized by the by the MacArthur Foundation or something like I, that. So I think they're not I would actually, actually that be- expensive. Pretty as
1: somebody who's been trying to scale back their material uh, possessions and clutter, I would actually be pretty bummed about somebody sending me a huge DVD box set at this point. Like, yeah. I really—I not have the shelf space. card. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll exactly. Just get it. I mean, ask I'll, if you get, call them back and ask if you could trade it in for for that. I like, <laughs> I got the Downton, love it. Uh, don't want to be ungrateful, but I would like a gift card in place of this item.
0: I'm now thinking of. In the Levi's Blue Jeans factory, what the equivalent room of the room where Willy Wonka sang pure imagination would be like, mm-hmm. where just everything is made out of blue jeans and denim. Everything is wearable. You yeah. can wear anything. See that flower? Put it on. <gasps> um, how about a Yahoo? Yeah, sure. This one was sent in by Brooks Oglesby. Thank you, Brooks. It's Yahoo Answers user. Oath user. Sorry, something's gone wrong uh this would this is good this would be a good um like parlance we can just say when something has gone wrong they are an oath breaker who has left the service before their watch has ended um this oath breaker asks could i play video games for the school talent show <laughs> i just answered a question on here that reminded me to ask this <laughs> 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 i Almost have har- missed it I have hardly any talents, but I'm a video game expert. When I start a game, I always begin on expert and usually end it. My school has this huge TV thing, I think. Um, could I simply hook up my Xbox 360 and play on the big screen thing so everyone sees as my talent? Like, it's a first-person shooter or something? Do you think they'll let me? It is, like, one of my only talents that I can possibly do. All right. Hmm. Um, the, the short answer is I would lose my fucking mind if I was still in high school and somebody was like, What's up? My name is Derek, and here's some of my no-scopes. And then he gets up there and does his thing. That
1: would be—I would watch that and be absolutely thrilled. Just no pressure or anything, but if you tell people, like, I—this is worth watching. You can watch this. It's, I feel like it, it's a bit—you are you cannot fuck up at all. This game's called Call of Duty—
0: this game's called Call of Duty, Modern Warfare 2. I'm going to play around, search and destroy. All right, nerd. And then, like, fucking 30 seconds in, you're like, oh, my God. He's doing it. It's the he's lizard. He's really doing it. Here's the thing. Like,
1: I was all prepared to make jokes about this. And then I remember, like, there are people who are, like, super
0: famous for doing this. Oh, yeah. Sure, sure, sure. But um, maybe not among their high school peers. I don't what know. Was your- Nowadays? What, did you guys ever participate in a high school talent show? Please tell me now if you did. High school, no, no, not that. Uh, elementary school for sure. I no, I just starred in all the school plays. I didn't need oh, okay. to do a talent I, show. I I co-hosted my high school talent show. This is not a bit um either my junior or senior year with a gentleman named Richard, and Richard was the school magician um but wait trying, hold he, on he was designated as such he was the kid who like i know my thing it's gonna be magic and so he would always be doing like little card nice. tricks at the lunch in the lunch room and so me and richard hosted the talent show one year and fucking people were eating out of our hands up on that stage right. um and i this is horrible a uh, a young woman got up there to play a uh, piano song uh, that was really lovely, um, and I think she ended up coming in like second place for the competition. Um, and P- I want to just hit this very hard that people very much enjoyed her set. But as we introed her, our thing was like, wouldn't it be funny if we got up there and did a magic trick? So we went up there, and he did this very long-winded magic trick, because behind the curtain, they had to set up, like, her piano and they had to clear off the last the last thing. And the magic trick was very long-winded and had very many steps of me picking a card and then going out and showing a few people in the audience the card, you know, really fucking work, and I'm getting a out of my hand. And then we got up there and said, alright, time for the magic trick to end, and he just threw all the cards up in the air, and that was it. And we, like, walked off the stage as, like, a joke, like, ha, fuck you guys very like um you know transgressive comedy and the audience was booing very loud as the curtain opened for this for this young woman to play her music song and she i'll say this it was a hostile room we created a hostile environment she won them back and it was a story of redemption but oh my god did i feel absolutely awful because i like as soon as we did it i walked off the stage like oh that was a bad idea we created uh, a, a not good workspace here, I think, Griffin, Richard.
1: Griffin, I actually thought that was going to go a different direction. I thought you were going to say that the magic trick was Richard made her piano disappear, leaving her completely unable to perform her song.
0: Now you tell me how that trick would have gone down, Travis. <laughs> it probably,
1: probably see- would have gone down really well if he had been able to pull it off.
0: I guess that's true. I, I want to watch this kid play video games now.
1: <laughs> I that's do th- want to
0: see him play video games.
1: There is a very, it, there's a very thin, like, there's a tightrope that he could pull this off. And if he did, but isn't this true? Think about it. Anybody who gets up, if they're like, my talent, I'm going to shred on the electric guitar. Like, you have to be good. You can't just, like, get up and kind of, like, pick out some, like, chords. Or if you got up and you're like, I- I'm going to play piano and you only know, like, heart and soul. Like, no. you If you get up there, you're inherently saying... I am very confident in my ability to do this in an entertaining way. So, like, I don't know. If this kid's confident enough to get
0: up there and play some video games,
1: yeah, I'd like to see that.
0: And it it also depends on the game, because I don't know that I would be so psyched to just, like, watch somebody do very well while playing Call of Duty. But if you heard, like, all right, here comes Jeff, and he's going to play some video games, and you're like, whatever, and then the curtains parted, and there were four DDR machines standing side by side by side, and he was like... What's up? My name is Jeff. I'm gonna do Paranoia Survivor Max on four machines at once. Here I go. And he like does the damn thing. Mm-hmm. I might lose my fucking mind.
1: Yeah, that will be. I think the musical element is huge. I I because I worry that the, the perform like even if it's sick, the performance aspect of it is not going to be great. Like you're not gonna people aren't gonna know what's cool unless every few minutes you look back at them like right, dig it. That kind of thing. Yeah. Oh, that's what you do. You you turn the TV so the audience can't see it, and you just look at them and just occasionally say, "I'm doing a great job." (laughs) This is just keep giving score (laughs) updates from time to time. Um, Hey, uh, fellas, let's take a break real quick. uh, Thank goodness. Because we have a little bit of pressing business (sighs) to uh, to to seek out in the money zone. Follow me. Our first sponsor this week is Zip Recruiter, which sounds like a nerdy guy's name, but it isn't. <laughs> it's a business. Sorry, you oh, think see, I? I thought it sounded like some kind of cool adventurer. Hey, my name is Zip Recruiter. Uh, are you hiring? Do you know where to post your job and find the best candidates? I don't, except later on in the copy, I find out. Hang in there with me. <laughs> Join Z- us, won't you? <laughs> with uh with ziprecruiter.com there it is you can post your job to 200 plus job sites including social media networks like facebook twitter all with a single click um find candidates in any city or industry nationwide it's such a pain hiring people it's absolute pits um and if you could make it even a little bit easier you would want to do it but what if you could make it a lot a bit easier that and that's not the tagline of ZipRecruiter.com No, yet, it's not but at all. I'm assuming soon that that'll be their thing. Now yeah,
0: their tagline is Zip it up. No, it's zip not that it either. I don't think. Zip Recruit these. It. Zip these recruits. That's not it.
1: Hi- hire everybody. No, that's not it either. <laughs>
0: You're <laughs> all taking <hired>. all comers.
1: <laughs> all everybody gets a job. At ZipRecruiter.com. ZipRecruiter. zip recruiter ZipRecruiter. No bigots are in our in the pool. My listeners can post jobs on ZipRecruiter for free by going to ziprecruiter.com slash my brother. That's ziprecruiter.com slash my brother. Uh, you try for free, make hiring easier, but what's, what's not to like? Nothing. That's what. ZipRecruiter.com slash my brother.
0: Zip it up. Zip that thing. Zip that nasty thing. It's me, ZipRecruiter. And this is my official tagline Zip that nasty thing. I want to talk about Harry's now. Can I? Yes. It's the Razor Company, and oh. they they do it a little bit differently than your big uh, big box Razor Company. They uh, shout the hair off your face. They yell at your face so hard the hair just goes sh- screaming away. Um, no. They here's their thing. What if razors didn't cost forty dollars for half of one rusty old razor? Um, Think it's, about it. It's a novel idea. Um, basically these these two guys, Jeff and Andy. They didn't like paying all of that money for bad razors. And so they started Harry's to fix shaving um, by taking less profit, profit and selling directly to you over the Internet. Uh, and by doing that, they can offer their blades at half the price. Just two bucks a blade compared to the four dollars or more you'll pay at the drugstore. Uh, and they're so confident you'll love their blades, they're giving you their trial set for free if you just cover three dollars shipping. That trial set includes a weighted ergonomic razor handle, five precision engineered blades with a lubricating strip and trimmer blade, a rich lat- uh, rich lathering shave gel, and a travel blade cover. That's a $13 value for you to just try. So don't mess around. Get started shaving with Harry's today by claiming your free trial offer that's the $13 value for free if you just cover shipping to get your free trial set including a razor handle, five blade cartridge and shave gel go to harrys.com/mybrother right now that's harrys.com/mybrother
1: i have a jumbo message for Fuck patrick yeah. uh.
0: from charlotte
1: if the macoys had never broken down the lyrics to pony we probably wouldn't be together now that's insane Thank you for taking me to Candle Nights, seeing Carly Rae with me, mm. and spending so much zoo time with the red pandas. You're my person, my favorite human, my best friend, and the only one I want to sing Disney songs with. Let's do this.
0: What a mm-hmm. lucky couple to have seen Carly Rae Jepsen in concert live. Sure. it is, a, it is you, go to, you go to church like that, and you leave different changed how, metamorphosized
1: how do you fellows think us breaking down the lyrics of
0: pony got two humans yeah i don't want to be i don't want to be ribbled here but i mean they're very erotically charged lyrics and we read them in a way that was maybe sensual to some folks but yeah I, i'm not gonna yuck
1: any yums but if that if you found that sensual that's fine do you think two and people it like these two did two people listening independently on different ends of a bar to us discuss very rib both kind of like made eye contact at the same time and just mouthed pony, question mark, and they just nodded, and from that point forward, they were inseparable. I think I, that's the most likely situation, yeah. I feel like that this this, if I had to guess, and I'm completely, completely guessing, but I feel like that this probably started out as a joke, and then at some point one of the two parties started saying the lyrics a lot more sincerely mm-hmm. until at one point someone looked directly in the other person's eyes and said hey no but seriously if you're horny yeah let's do it <laughs> ride it my pony My saddle's waiting. Juices flowing down your thigh. Uh, Okay, this next message—that's a lyric. I'm I'm not. It's
0: a lyric of the song. I know it is,
1: Griffin. I I just don't like to hear you say it in a declarative manner. In a defamatory
0: manner. (laughs) There are juices running down your thigh. I'm (laughs) peeping your stilo. Uh, (laughs) All right what could that mean what could peep in your steel st- I'm peeping your steelix looks like you evolved in onyx while it was holding the metal coat interesting okay
1: uh urban dictionary says it's slang for your style or your aura
0: oh I like all it right. okay. I love that I'm
1: pete and by the way I'm sorry I my all apologies to genuine for skipping the best line in the song that came before that because as a as a couplet they really work together better sitting here flossing peeping <laughs> your steel up
0: I, I mean love it's that. like yeah.
1: And it's, it's intimate and it's
0: fun. It's flirty. It's like I'm in the bathroom just flossing. And I look in the mirror and I'm like, look at her. Look at her, Look. look. Mm. You're just it's flossing. F- you lean back, look
1: through the doorway and just it's check there's d And you're like, nice.
0: There she is. Nice
1: d uh, I got a message for Zoe Kinski. Hey. That's right. The one, the only Zoe Kinski. From Jake, Scott, Aldo, Steve, and Naldi. It says, happy birthday, Zoe, from all of us in the Bubblegum Tigers. You're a big jerk, okay. but you're our big jerk. Aww. Thanks for the years of friendship you've given us, and here's to many more. Good luck reaching the top of that ladder, but for today, keep riding high. That's for Zoe Kinski from Jake, Scott, Aldo, Steve, and
0: Naldi. I think you're at the top. I mean, you're at the top of the ladder, right? You're at the yeah, top that's why
1: the- Zoe's riding high now.
0: And yeah. maybe that's a disappointment, right? Like, when you've reached, when there are no more rungs to conquer, Zoe, Zoe wept. Mm-hmm. Maybe there's another maybe there's like a hang glider situation she can like hop onto or whatever. That could be fun. I'll think about it. We'll take it to the we'll take uh, it to the writer's room.
1: This is a, a new segment on my brother, my brother and me that I'm uh working on. Um and right now in this moment to, as yeah, you're talking. It's nice to let people see behind the curtain to the yeah. unfinished business we have. I wanna workshop it a little Pardon bit. Pardon our mess. But it, sorry so sloppy. Um uh and this, this one is this segment's called Tabbing Out. Okay. And here's how it works. I, Justin McElroy, tell you, the listener, and you, my brothers, uh exactly what tabs I have open currently. Oh, Jesus. Uh while we're recording. So I have three tabs open currently that are not the show notes. One is uh a Google search for the lyrics to Pony. Excellent. Yeah. Two is is the wikipedia page about before sunset because uh, i couldn't remember julie delpy's name oh, and the so. third one is a, a search on levi's.com for the term dvd <laughs> that did that did return four pairs of non-dvd related jeans oh wow mm-hmm.
0: these jeans are big uh, enough to hold the entire box set of downton abbey
1: you're gonna love blu-ray format so gonna they don't love actually these. count
0: yeah for sure Y'all y'all got any tabs? Um just um, mostly pictures of Mark Blucas, really, if I'm being honest.
1: I just have my email and a bunch
0: of ASMR videos I'm gonna watch after this. So I have I have quote Come down. quote Mark Blukas, end quote, minus quote shirt, end quote.
1: <laughs> Griffin McRoy does not understand bullying, but he understands sweet abs. Mark he's... Blukas set shirt to no to off. <laughs> Mark Blukas plus horse minus Mark
0: Blukas. Mark Blucas shirt equals false.
1: <laughs> Mark Blukas minus shirt plus
0: smile equals yes. You know, I'm getting a lot of, of Bluecus, but he's shirted in all of them, so damn it.
1: <laughs> Try a different boolean. My name is Patrick. My name is Parker. Max FunCon has been a huge inspiration in my life.
0: Now I have this network of friends that I've made that span literally across the entire globe and they're some of my favorite people in the world.
1: I truly cannot believe the amount of wonderful and lasting friendships that have come out of this. If you feel like you might not fit in, as long as you're a good person, you'll fit in because everyone there is good and amazing and kind and wonderful and you should absolutely go. It will be the best decision of your life. Make a ton of new friends like Parker and Patrick at MaxFunCon. Tickets for MaxFunCon and MaxFunCon East are on sale now at MaxFunCon.com. The weather's starting to be nice around here, which means doing stuff outdoors. There's one part of my outdoor repertoire that's sadly missing. I never learned how to ride a bike. Okay. I'm 30, uh, uh, as a 33-year-old, how do I do that? I mean, the obvious answer is just to hop up and do it, but it's not like they sell adult bikes with training wheels, and that's from Pining to Pedal in Pittsburgh.
0: Oh my- This is a really- a really good question. It's a good question. Um, I bought a bike last year, um, because I live in Austin, like, everybody bikes, and so, I was like, I could- hey, I can do this. I need to close Mark Lucas's official website, by the way. He's got a store- (laughs) Never mind. Does he have any music auto playing? He you does it have, up? he's got a music section anyway. Um, and so I went and I like bought a bike and I went to the bike shop and found a bike. I really like, I was like, hell yeah. And he's like, do you want to try it out? And I was like, yeah, sure. And I went in the parking lot and got on and I was like, Hey, wait a minute. It's been like fucking 15 years since I've done this. I'm going to fall over and a bus is going to hit me and it's going to be really embarrassing and deadly. Um, and so, like, I'm I'm right there with you because I don't know there's a way to get out of this with...
1: Oh, uh, hold Your- on, Griffin. I do want to know, the rest of that, um, when you tried it out in the parking lot and realized you were going to die, did you then turn to the salesperson and say,
0: oh, on second thought... No, I was like, I'll take it. <laughs> I'll, be- I'll ride it around <laughs> in small concentric circles in my empty garage. <laughs> um, no, I... Uh, I I just did it and it was very fucking wobbly and I looked like an I looked like I mean I looked like a fucking toddler learning to ride a bike again because it literally had been half my life since I'd been on a bike bike cycle. Um, there are there are a couple of big problems with this. The first off is
1: a big part of learning to ride a bike is falling, mm. and when you're young, you can just fall, yeah, like you just fall and it's fine. And when you're 33 years old and fall, it's not fine. It's, I mean, well, it's hysterical for starters, but it's also very dangerous because you're going to be, you have a lot longer to go and your bones are older. So it's not a good idea to just fall repeatedly. The other problem is if a kid is riding their bike on the sidewalk, that's adorable. If an adult is riding their bike on the sidewalk, it's a, it's a crime. Yeah. Especially riding it that. poorly. Yeah, yeah. That's where I bailed actually on bike riding. Is I got to an age where people were like, "Go ride in the street," and that I had to look at like where the cars are. <laughs> no. Do you,
0: know how, <laughs> do, you, do you know how fast they go? Do you want me to go as fast as a car? You gave him that. You gave him that Dominic Toretto, but it's only two wheels. It's only two wheels. Doesn't that make doesn't sense. Even count can't Here's do it. Here's the thing. Here's the thing, question
1: asker. Maybe this will be a little controversial. But I think that the reason kids learn to ride bikes is because at the time, it is the only vehicle. It is the best vehicle option open to them. As an adult, you can drive a car with the windows down.
0: No, I, Bikes are great. Bikes are good, and they're good mm, for the environment, and they're good for you, and they're fun no, to ride around yes, on.
1: Yes, Griffin, but my point being, if you haven't learned how to ride one up to this point, like...
0: It's not too I, late. No, You fuck can that. go your
1: whole life. You can go... I'm not saying it's too late. I'm saying you could go your whole life. St. Peter is not going to meet you at the pearly gates and be like, so I never learned how to ride a bike, huh? Go to hell. Like, it just that's, isn't going to happen. That's defeatist. I'm just saying it's going to be harder than if you had learned as a
0: child. That's all I'm saying. Here's the, so here's how, how you, would you? How here's would how you, you learn. Here's how you learn to ride a bike when you're a little kid. And there's this moment you have... Riding a bike is so weird because it's the, one of the very few things in life where just like once you do it right the first time, you do it right every time after that. It's like once you realize like oh if I just go, it's fine. Um, if I just like keep pedaling and moving forward, like it, it'll it'll hold me up and it'll be good. Um, and so this is me, Griffin McElroy, giving you a one hundred percent guarantee. If you get on that bike and you just start pedaling really fast, you'll be you'll be okay. Just you're not the fine. top of a high hill. Commit yourself to it. No, don't th- don't peanuts this person. No, um, you're 33 years old. You've got a lot more control over
1: your body at this point. That's the one thing: is your limbs and stuff. You are fully. You're super good. You know how to work those things. Don't be I'm afraid. Gonna just go back, do it. I'm going to go back to what I said to say and buy it with the car thing because when you're a little <laughs> kid and you fall over on your bike, it's frustrating but you have no other option left available to you. I'm saying I am 33. If I had never learned how to ride a bike, the first time I fell over, I would be like, well, fuck this. I'm going to get in the thing with four wheels now and doors. Um, I, can you take I, I, an ad? I stand by my point. Your bad point. I stand can by it. out a classified ad for a dad? A classified ad. <laughs> oh, my ad. God. Just hear me out. A dad of any age or a mom. Our, our dad handle the teaching in our family but get take an ad out for a dad and say hey i need a dad to just hold it until i'm ready and then oh, let go wait, before phrasing, i'm ready phrasing phrasing okay uh, we'll put the word bike in there Travis, <laughs> Thank to, you. Keep the, to, to keep the to keep the mystery i need a dad to hold it till i'm ready
0: <laughs> 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 um i'll do this fuck it uh, this is my new project. And we'll we'll I'm gonna teach, all do it. No, I'll teach folks how to ride a bike. It's not a big deal. Let me grab the back of that seat and go. You did it. Yeah. Don't f- just keep doing it. Yeah, you did it. Put this in your earbuds and go get on your bike. But don't be in the street because you need to be able to hear the sounds that cars make when you're biking in front of them. And just like listen to this right now. All right, pedal. Yeah, you're, yeah. Keep going. Keep going. Keep, don't stop. You're not gonna fall over. You're fine. You're fine. You're fine. You're fine. All right, you did it. You're biking. That's it. Just like that. <laughs> Griffin's one half-disc seminar on biking. Okay, okay, okay,
1: okay. Let's put the money where the mouth is. I'm I'm sensing a conflict between Griffin, uh, my brother, and Travis, my brother. Here is here is what I'm suggesting, Griffin. FaceTime this person when they're about ready to start learning how to ride
0: a bike. You give them 30 minutes with you as a 30 minutes. I I don't have 30 minutes. I can do maybe Uh, two. 15 minutes That's you only need two offer. with me because it's just like get on the bike and pedal don't stop go all right you did it I'm, i've been griffin bye
1: will you do that will you give this person five minutes of your time skyping video griffin in your pocket just to encouraging them how to, ride a bike. how to ride a bike yes absolutely okay get it griffin hit me up and then and then when you fall over and you're ready to quit let me know yeah i'll Travis. skype with you and be like it's totally cool go get a car and then and uh, I I've got a toddler, so I've really got to manage my own time. I'm sorry. <laughs> I wish you the very best, God. but this is about all I can
0: spare you. Uh, uh, you McCarrie have to you man. have to get into a bike race with Justin's toddler, <laughs> and um, whoever wins gets to run the old summer camp. Down. <laughs> whoever on. wins gets Justin. Yeah. Um. How know. about a Yahoo? Real quick. Yeah, I think we can work one one in. I've got one about listen, I'll be honest. I'll tell you, I got two. I got I, one. Wait.
1: Wait. Just very quick. I just have to say Blue K SMR out loud because I should have said it earlier. Oh, like Bluecaes, AS, ASM- Blue
0: K SMR, Blue K SMR channel. Blue K Blue K SMR, Hit us up Can't T M. Mark Blue name. Can't do it. Can't Blue Can't T M is Blue K. Can't do it. Okay, fine. But T M my Blue <laughs> I have one question. K-SMR. Okay. I got two questions here. One of them is about, it, it, it does reference Jimmy Buffett, and the other one references Austin Powers. Like, which one are you, which <laughs> well do you guys feel oh, like read going them, to? Don't do alternate word for word. No. <laughs> one don't of, do me I'll read them both. One's, in, one is from Oathbreaker Kyle Fleming. Thank you, Kyle. It's from Oathbreaker Slacklin 931 who asks, is Jack Sparrow a better island icon than Jimmy Buffett? The uh-huh. other one was sent in by Level 9000 Oathbreaker Drew Davenport by Oathbreaker for K, who says, Where can I find Austin Powers-type decorating ideas for a yacht? Ugh. Tie it all together. I was the first one. He I think is- that's just because you want to talk a lot about Jimmy Buffett. Uh, As don't always. Worry.
1: I'll, I'll work Austin Powers in there. All right. Yeah, we'll come around to Austin Powers. We'll answer both with one thing. So let me say this first off, because it's not been made abundantly clear. My wife is the one who turned me on to Jimmy Buffett. Don't this. Don't now. Listen. Tweet at my wife and tell her you know that everyone, everyone, tweet at Sydney and tell her that she liked Jimmy Buffett first, so she will get off my back about it. Okay, that's the first thing. Oh wait, she wait. liked wait. Jimmy Buffett T-
0: first. Tweet it. Tweet at my wife. So there's Austin. There's the Austin Powers joke. Well, no.
1: That's Borat. Uh, moving on. The best island icon is James Buffett. And you ask yeah. me why. Well, I have a good answer for you. JB, when he's on an island, he's not trying to get back off that island as soon as humanly possible. Mm, okay. And that does seem to be the MO of Mr. Jack Sparrow. JB learned how to fly a plane. So if he wasn't on an island, he, w- he had one within reach, theoretically speaking, at all times, able to get back to an island when necessary. Let me ask you a question, Justin. Two questions. Mm -hmm. Question one. What are Mr. Buffett's feelings on rum and it being gone? Uh, okay. What's your second question? The second question (laughs) is, is he at all related to sailors? Has he ever done any sailing? Well. Uh okay, here's the answer to your first question: is there is a Margaritaville rum? So I bet he feels sad I bet about he, it. Yeah, <laughs> uh-huh. he would not. He would not feel good about that because he made rum himself. Margaritavillerum.com. Just go catch the spirit, by which I mean rum. Uh, so JB made a dark rum. And what was your second question? Uh, is he related to sailors in any way? Does he know how to sail? Does Jimmy Buffett? What are you? What well, are you talking about? Because here's the thing, Jack Sparrow. Listen, he's kind of bumbling, but he always seems to know what he's doing. But when it comes to boatsmanship, oh my God, Jack Sparrow, mm-hmm. he's he's a deft hand at the wheel. Would you say he's the son of a son <laughs> of a sailor? <laughs> he probably is. Travis Patrick McElroy. I know he's at least the son of one sailor, um, one one generation.
0: I have to start reading these answers because there's a hundred of them and each one is a beautiful diamond that God made in heaven. (laughs) Uh, I'm just going to read them without reading the names because, again, there are so many that I need to get through. Duh, Captain Jack Sparrow. He is way finer. Jack Sparrow. More people know him. Uh, Yup, Jack Sparrow is hot. I love Jack Sparrow. Who's the other dude? Uh, Uh... it's a near tie, but I would say that Jack Sparrow nearly beats out Jimmy Buffett. If only Jack would sing about rum, then he'd be a winner for sure. He definitely did in most of the movies. <laughs> um, although I love Jack Sparrow, Jimmy Buffett is the original Margaritaville king. All right, one, one notch there for Jimmy Buffett. And then the best answer, maybe of all time, and if they shut Oath down tomorrow, please let this be its swan song. David E., one decade ago says, it doesn't say 10 years ago. It says one decade ago says, the seaplane, ship sailing, margarita and rum, pot smoking, book writing, musician, party animal, and leader of the parrot heads, of course. Jack Sparrow is a poser. Hell, Jack can't even get any P word that refers to <laughs> a vagina. Let alone, he doesn't use dope, which we've seen in Deadwood of the Wild West. Why wouldn't pirates use it? Oh, it's a Disney film. Jimmy is the party, while Jack is just for himself. Who's the better icon? <laughs> okay. I want to say that my
1: favorite part about this is, had this not been a Disney movie, there would have been so many scenes of Jack Sparrow just getting blazed. Fucking lit. It is already oh. implied that basically anytime time Jack Sparrow hoves out of frame, he is smoking marijuana. If you do not see him at that moment in that scene, in full frame... He is smoking marijuana. That yep. is, even if you Emily can see him, blind. but his
0: back is to you.
1: He is, <laughs> he, he is holding a tasty rip.
0: Oh man, Jack Sparrow's just for himself. Jimmy is <laughs> the Jimmy is the party.
1: Uh, the only f- people make a lot of fan art related to our family of products. The only one I'm interested in anymore is pictures, <laughs> just pictures of Jimmy Buffett, and Jack Sparrow hanging out. Just and shaking hands, coming together. Um. Just living that island lifestyle. I mean, let's let's put it this way, guys. If you're going to hang out on an island for an afternoon with mm-hmm. one of these characters, and I do say that, I'm sure the James Buffett in his private life isn't quite as island-obsessed as Jimmy Buffett, the performer and songwriter and restaurateur, which one would you rather hang out with? Because I think this person's right that Jimmy Buffett would want to, per- like, you would roll up and Jimmy would be like, hey, good news. The shrimp are about ready to come off the grill. Sit down. Let me get you a Corona or maybe a tequila from the Margaritaville line um, that would be more up your alley. Jack Sparrow would just be trying to steal your identity the entire That's time. True. That's a good point. That is fair. You never know where you stand with Jack Sparrow. I guarantee like you trust Jimmy Buffett right away because I doubt he has the energy to lie to you. It's, it's just like, yep, I yep. I'm here for myself. I'm like cool, Jimmy Buffett. Thank you for being
0: very upfront with me. Jimmy Buffett Justin- Jimmy Buffett has probably thrown two twenty thousand boat based parties in his awesome, amazing life. And mm-hmm. in none of them has anybody ever been marooned, and that's all I'm gonna say.
1: There Justin, it is. who would you want to stand side by side with in a battle against like evil skeletal pirates? Uh, Jimmy Buffett.
0: Jimmy Buffett. Probably. Okay. All Jimmy right. Buffett. Do you know why? You got any others? Jimmy Buffett has a lot of money and he lives nowadays, so he could probably buy, like, a big machine gun <laughs> <laughs> and just rip them the fuck up in a cloud of bullets.
1: Here's Get what him. I want. Here's what I want. Here's what I want. I want of uh, James Buffett, and Jack Sparrow standing together both in skeletal form. They've taken some doubloons out of the, the chest, and they're both holding the balloons, they're both skeletons, and they you can see the giant clouds of weed in their chest cavities. Fuck yeah, dude. Through, and maybe it's kind of seeping through their ribs, and they're both just like high-fiving and holding up coins.
0: Some some mall kiosk t-shirt spray painter just had a chill go up their spine.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, folks, that's going to do it for us. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you've had a good time. Um, thank you, thank you. A million times thank you for your support during the maximum fun drive. Uh it was amazing and it was record breaking, and we owe it all to you, our beloved listeners. So thank you for that for for supporting us and all the Max Fun shows so heartily. We really we can't thank you enough. And um, it really means the world to us. So so thank you, thank you, thank you.
0: Um I as long as we're thanking people, can I thank John Roderick and The Long Winters for the use of our theme song? It's a departure off the album Putting the Days to Bad. You can. Dang, dude. Thanks a bunch. I saw somebody on the Facebook group post that they thought this whole time in the 300... Oh, my God. This is episode 350. Y'all. Damn it. We did it. I want to finish the thought, but they thought that this whole time I'd been saying that the song was a departure off the album putting the days to bed and that the term departure was like some hip lingo for like a track off a off of lp but that's beside the point point. 350 we called the shot i think in like the first 10 episodes of this podcast that episode 350 we would have Keenan and cal ladies on and gentlemen day. and welcome to man. the show Kenan and cal
1: uh didn't get it together but maybe in 700 <laughs> um i quick thank yous for people sending stuff to the po box uh andrea sent a beautiful christmas gerald thank you Rick and Katie sent Guy Fury chip clips that I use actively every day. Shelby sent a lovely note and picture. Kalen for D&D stickers. Teresa sent some coffee. Diana sent me some preparation H. Thank you very much. And Matt sent a charcuterie board that he uh, that says uh, 20 Riventine on it. Oh, I got one of those as well. In my home. Yeah. Well, I thanked him, so you can... All right. Piss off. Uh, I also want to say go check out all the other amazing shows on MaximumFun.org. There's a ton on there that uh, we're big fans of them all. Um, and if you're interested in checking out the other McElroy based shows and YouTube channels and Twitters and P.O. Boxes and all that stuff, McElroyShows.com is your
0: one stop shop. Uh, You all want that final Yahoo? Yes. Heck yeah. This was sent in. By Kate Davis, thank you Kate Davis It's Yahoo Answers user, they're anonymous But they said I had a dream that Mike Pence Kissed my forehead, is that bad? (laughs) My name is Justin
1: McElroy I'm Travis McElroy I'm Griffin McElroy This has been my brother, my brother and me Kiss your dad square on the lips